From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we talk about what can happen to you when you are on your knees praying for your marriage and your spouse. And I want you all to think about this quote attributed to Anonymous that says, intimacy is not purely physical. It's the act of connecting with someone so deeply, you feel like you can see into their soul. Mm-hmm. And that's really, you know, as we dig into spiritual intimacy on today's show, there's that level of intimacy of, of being known and, and seeing another soul so completely that really adds a, a completely another dimension to a marriage. And, right. and we're going to be talking about that in depth. But before we do that, you all know, those of you that have been around for a while know that we love to start each and every show with a hug. And those of you that are brand new to the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, we know a lot of you have found the show in the last few weeks and months. Welcome yeah. to the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We are so happy to have you as part of the One Family. And the hug is an opportunity for you to hear from someone else in the One Family, someone whose life has been impacted by the show or by programs or books and resources and we start the show with that and this week's hug is brought to you by one extraordinary marriages seven days of sex challenge bundle which you can find now at seven days of sex challenge.com and as you know valentine's day is it's creeping up on us i mean mm-hmm. it's it's close close right it's coming up and you know sometimes it's hard like tony's not the easiest person to buy for and you may have a spouse that's like that too so you know you might be thinking chocolates lingerie underwear you know the bearskin rug what's it gonna be and you know Those are all great choices. And if that's what your love wants, by all means, don't skip that. But sometimes you're also trying to think, what would be something unique? What is something that's gonna like, like rock our marriage, right? And so we wanna make you aware of something that actually extends beyond Valentine's Day. And that's the seven days of sex challenge bundle that you can get now. And this is digital guys, right? Like you're not waiting for something to show up in the mail. You're gonna, you know, if you decide you want this, you're gonna go get it and then it's gonna come to your inbox. It doesn't get any easier than that. But in the bundle, you get the seven days of sex challenge ebook, the audio book, 19 questions to amazing sex with your spouse and 21 ways to initiate sex and more. So go to seven days of sex challenge.com now to make sure that you get that in time for Valentine's day. This, uh, this came in via email and it said, hi, Tony and Lisa. I hope this email finds you well. Just wanted to reach out and give a quick update. I started listening to you guys June 1st of 2016. So basically six months Months ago, ago. Mm -hmm. I started on episode 328 and have now listened to all new podcasts since. Plus I've listened to another 120 episodes, which includes the first 95 episodes. Yes, I'm going one at a time. And as Tony suggested a few months ago, I checked the titles and listened to another 20 to 25 episodes scattered throughout the history of the show. Man, I love it. Here's what one has done to me. It has made me realize what a horrible husband I was and what a great husband I will become. That's right. I look back and know that we were headed into a path that would not have a happy ending. I did not communicate. I hardly listened to my wife. I heard her, but I did not listen. And intimacy was not even on the list of things that I cared about. Wow. Especially the other five. Sex was in the list, obviously, but that was about it. I have made the commitment now to talk to her and express my frustrations and listen to this and ask her to share her frustrations with me, right? Not a one-way street. Marriage is a two-way street. 
right? He goes on to say, I'm not great at it, but much better indeed. I'm learning to stay in the conversation and not go silent when things are not comfortable, which was my number one move before. I used to say all the time to my wife, if I keep my mouth shut and don't say anything, my life is much happier, which mm. I now know is the biggest lie ever. How can I expect her to love me when she doesn't know who I am? We've cut back on electronics, especially TV at night, to actually spend time together. Reading in bed side by side has become a favorite, which has been great. And we are in the process of making date night a must. My wife introduced me to the podcast and now it has become my commute obsession, 30 minutes each way. So you are with me every day, twice a day. To this point that I sometimes bring up stuff to my wife and she'll say, I regret so much having introduced you to the show because now you are obsessed. <laughs> to which point I always say, introducing this to me has been the greatest gift you have ever given me because I am becoming the husband you deserve. So I want to thank you for doing what you do and being who you are. I know you know this, but the good your show does will never be truly understood because it is too big and too great and too powerful to be explained. As Tony says at the end of every show, I love you guys. P.S. I started praying again because your faith and your belief. Thank you for paving the way. Wow. PPS, I will give you guys another update when I get to 250 to 300 episodes because I am just getting warmed up. I love it. Love you guys, man. Wow. What? I, there, there's a couple things I want to just say. One, to the wife. You know, sometimes it, it takes bold faith to tell your spouse that, hey, I found something and you need to listen or read. It, honestly, it does. There's... There's an email that we get almost, that's an email we get almost weekly from folks like, how do I tell my spouse? Mm -hmm. Sometimes it just takes bold faith and stepping out and just saying, hey, please listen to this one show, um, one episode. Don't tell them to listen to all 300 and whatever we have now because that would sometimes- That freaks people out. Yeah, it just does. So there, and then for the husband here, just standing up and realizing where you haven't been fully present in your marriage. Mm -hmm. Because that's the starting point, right? I'm not fully present here. I've learned some things and, and I'm tweaking. I'm learning and I'm applying and being intentional in my marriage. So love it. We love you guys and honored to have you both part of the one family. Well, and this was such a great, um, a great hug to read because we've spent the last few weeks with all of you talking about the different intimacies, right? We've talked about emotional intimacy, recreational intimacy, physical intimacy, and his, his hug pretty much touched on all of those. Right. And then he closed it with saying that he started praying again. We've experienced it. And, and just like when you have disconnect in your financial intimacy, you see that where it's like, ah, what's going on with the bills or disconnect in physical intimacy when you're like, oh, when was the last time we even like touched each other? The same thing plays out and the same significant impact happens when there's spiritual disconnect in your marriage. And, you know, it plays out in different ways right? We've had this in our marriage. We've had it because of circumstances that have made us question, you know, where's God? Yeah. Right. I'll tell you when I was lying in a hospital bed on December 14th, 2004, having just delivered our son at 18 weeks, I was questioning where's God and why is this happening to me? Right. And really struggling with my faith, even though I knew, I knew in my heart of hearts, that God existed and I knew I was not being punished. That was a real crisis of faith in our marriage. And one that took time to get and work out. It wasn't something that just, you know, overnight was dealt with and, and cleaned up. It, it took years for that to come together. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, your spiritual dryness may 
may come in different ways, right? It may be that, you know, you just feel like you're constantly banging your head against the wall and you can't get unstuck. It's for some of you feeling like you're not growing spiritually. Like we've been in the same place for so long. Like, yeah, we do our dinner time prayers and yeah, we go to church on Sunday, but is it having an impact? You just feel like, wah, wah. Yeah, it's a Charlie Brown teacher thing, right? Wah, wah. You know, it's, it's those prayers that you've put out there that you're just like, come on, God, will you answer that already? Right? I mean, we've done it. I will tell you, I, I'm like impatience, you know, number one right here and, and just going, gosh, when is that going to happen? It's, it's having questions about faith and not knowing where to take those questions or when you have a crisis of faith of where to go. It's, it's not being part of a faith community that gives you not only growth, but accountability to impact your marriage, right? It's, it's really interesting that we are doing the show and it came in this sequence because over the last week I've had a number of clients where faith and, and spiritual intimacy has really come to it come to a head. You guys know that when we start to see something like two and three times, that's usually when the show comes and it just so happens that the show was scheduled already when this started happening. Right. And, and it's couples asking, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's opening up because if you were, if you grew up in a faith environment, that's what you know. And yet you may be in your marriage right now and just struggling mm-hmm. with it. For those of you like Elise and I, we came to faith years after we got married and really didn't practice it for years after we were after we were even converted. And so you get to this place of like, where are we? Right. And what does this play and how does this play out in our marriage? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times we're just told to pray together and That's move my on. Favorite. Right. It's like just pray together. And yet each of us know that that can be difficult. It, it can be a very difficult situation. I'm not saying it should be, but I'm going to be truthful and honest that it can be. Because even Elisa and I still struggle with this in our own marriage. Mm-hmm. And coming up to this show this week, I was like, oh my gosh, we're talking about spiritual intimacy. And you know what? I, honestly, I can't even remember the last time Elisa and I prayed together. Do we pray um, separately, corporately? Are we in the word? Yes. And yet, do we pray together on a daily basis? No. We're not the couple. I mean, like I remember when Tony and I first started going to church and people, you know, would say, oh, well, you guys need to get up early and pray together. And I remember just thinking, uh, yeah, that's, that's not going to happen because we at that time didn't do early. Right. And then they're like, well, pray before you go to bed. And that was great until one of us was falling asleep while the other one was praying. And, you know, like some of the questions I got asked this week, we got a Facebook message that said, you know, we're about to have a baby. Mm-hmm. And we've been discussing priorities and, you know, what comes after God? Is it spouse or child? That was one faith question that we had this week. Another one, you know, I had a, a husband and wife on a coaching call and, and we're talking about going to church and they shared with me that they get impacted when they go. And so I logically asked the next question, well, how often are you going to church? When we can. Okay, well, that could be a spiritual intimacy issue. Then you on another coaching call, I'm talking to a husband and we're talking about prayers that haven't been answered yet and believing in faith that those prayers are going to be answered. But because they haven't been answered, there's a disconnect in the spiritual intimacy between the husband and the wife. And, and there's all of these, there's all of these ways that 
spiritual intimacy or lack thereof is impacting your marriage. I mean, it, it did for us. You know, mm-hmm. when Tony tells me, as we're writing our very first book, Strip Down, 13 Keys to Unlocking Intimacy in Your Marriage. Did you hear the subtitle? Unlocking Intimacy in Your Marriage. We're sitting at the table discussing the book and he says, I have to tell you something. And that's when he told me years and years ago that he would on business trips, you know, be sitting in a bar and and would actually, you know, could I pick somebody up? Not that I was actually like, just could I? Not that I was going to carry through on that, but could I? And I remember feeling A, sucker punched, but B, having to go pick up my daughter from preschool and being in the car and going, God, you're going to have to take all of this bitterness and anger from me because right now, like I'm not so good with this situation. Right, we're writing a book on intimacy and I'm glad that he feels comfortable enough to like be intimate and vulnerable with me, but I'm a little I'm a little over the top right now. Right? And, and right. going to God in prayer in that moment because we weren't praying together. I mean, the first time that Tony and I actually tried to pray together, guys, seriously, it was during the 60 days of sex challenge. Do you remember and, and this? She, oh yeah. I, we were we were right there in bed and I started praying and she started laughing at me. And talk about a sucker punch and and by no means has that caused any issues up to this point i mean and and until she mentioned it again i had totally forgotten that it's a good story because i seriously if any of you have like seven-year-old girls or or can imagine seven-year-old girls at a slumber party with just that like non-stop laughter that's exactly what happened to me he's trying to pray and be vulnerable and i'm like uncontrollable giggles huge ego blow Mm-hmm. not really deepening the intimacy there. Right. Corporately, we do well. I, I would say corporately, we do we do great together. It's in those quiet moments where we tend to do it on our, on our own. Mm-hmm. Um, we did do some of them on our walk and talks. And I think that was something for us as well and, and something that we need to explore again as well. And, and again, hey, you know what? Life is constantly moving forward. Mm-hmm. And so we come behind these microphones to you, the one family, sharing honestly where we're at. Hey, if something has worked for you that you've found that has helped you and your spouse to be spiritually intimate together, by all means, share it. Come to the show notes, throw it in the comments. Mm-hmm. Elise and I read those. And it could spark us. It could spark another couple. I mean, that's that's the amazing part of being able to share what you've done. Um, and I've always believed that, hey, what worked in one season may not work in another. And sometimes it's a season of like, hey, just do this for now. Mm-hmm. Like maybe you guys need to do a, you know, a 14-day prayer challenge. If you have one, great. Love to, love to check it out. It's something that we can connect together. And again, others can see that as well. And, you know, as we... Before we get into, you know, specific action items, I I just want to share that, you know, spiritual intimacy is probably the one that gets talked about the least. By far. Right? Because we're so quick to talk about our emotional, like we're not communicating, right? We aren't talking. I can't share my feelings, right? So we cover the emotional intimacy, right? Physical intimacy. We're not having sex. Like you don't touch me. We don't connect, you know, we don't touch each other anymore, right? That can be blown up very easily. Financial intimacy. Our money is in a mess, don't know where it is. Don't know where it is. Don't know why you're spending. We've got these bills, right? Recreational intimacy. Day night. We're not doing it. What do you like to do? You know, it's all this kind of stuff. And then there's this, this little quiet space where it's like something is missing from our marriage. Something doesn't settle. Right. 
And and when you have that unsettled spirit, and I, I can often tell when I'm coaching with couples, right? And my, again, my clients come from all different faith backgrounds. But what we do is we probe this part of the intimacy wheel. Like we've been talking about it every week. You guys can come to um, the show notes here. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a link to the intimacy wheel. But the spiritual intimacy is a component, right? Again, if it's not flowing, you have a flat spot in your tire and your marriage isn't going to be flowing, right? And so what we want to do is we want to share some very specific ways that you can deepen your spiritual intimacy in this upcoming week. But, you know, again, before we do that, we just don't want you to miss out on that, you know, extra special way to spoil your love with the seven days of sex challenge bundle. So make sure you pick it up before Valentine's day, go to seven days of sex challenge.com and get that. And there is a spiritual component to that. A lot of folks, many folks will just pick it up and be like, Hey, it's seven days of sex. We're going to have sex, you know, for seven days and we're good to go for you guys. Part of the one family who are here, who are listening, who are ready to take your marriage to the next level this year, you know, as well as we know that there's that, that component. And that's going to flow through that week because you're going to be put into places and to challenges that you hadn't expected before or mm-hmm. hadn't, hadn't been in before. And it's going to be more than you who's going to help you through. So always think about that. I mean, Seven Days of Sex Challenge, we love it. Believe me, it's a best-selling book for us. But the great thing about it is we reach people in a way where they think it's only about sex and it's so much more. Uh, just as just to really give the tie into that, every single sex challenge that we've done, starting with our 60 Days of Sex Challenge, which is episode one, um, for those of you guys that haven't heard it or haven't listened to it, Every single sex challenge has resulted in me having to literally get on my knees in prayer at some point in time because I get to a point where I'm like, it's not going to happen unless it's God. Mm-hmm. The 60 days, you know, the first one, Tony ends up with a viral migraine. Both kids get sick. I'm up all night for a week taking care of everybody. And then it's like, yeah, let's jump back into this. And I, to this day, remember the prayer that I prayed, God, give me desire. Give me the mindset to be in this place with my husband. And I didn't Run. tell him till after that I'd done this. But when I told him, he was like, whatever you got to do, babe, because like you showed up totally. Right. Right. And it's, it's being able to have those conversations. But the first thing that you guys have to do this week is you have to take stock of where your spiritual intimacy is right now. Do you even have any? Right. Some of you are listening to the show going, what would that look like for us? Right. And, and that's what you've got to, you've got to start exploring that. You individually have to explore that. And I want to just share a little bit of of my journey over the last almost two years now, from a point of just absolute dryness to a place where I'm in a men's prayer group every Wednesday morning. And I have not missed this year, which again, it's only been five Wednesdays this year so far. And yet it is the place that I have called myself to be in for 52 weeks Mm -hmm. this year going to make it happen. I had to look at myself and say, I need that place. And and I want you, because I think that's a really important part, um, especially for the men that are listening, talking about what having a a faith community of men, Mm -hmm. the impact that that has. I I want you to actually say something to that. Oh, you're You're like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah. No, it, it, it is great. It's one of those places where, you know, as a guy, I, I felt, Prior to this, um, just sort of lost, didn't have other men I could really touch base with. And through this group, being able to find my voice in prayer, 
Um, like I said, with Elise and I, we don't pray together, but it's in this place and in this time that I can pray for us. I can pray for our marriage. I can pray for Elisa. And that has given me strength, um, throughout our marriage in these, in these days. And I want to say this too, our church C3 San Diego puts on an amazing men's conference called emerge. And I am a captain. We're going to have 1200 men there. And I'm a captain for one of the teams and there are going to be 30 teams, 40 guys on a team. And it is great. It's crazy. I'm going to put a link in the show notes, or you can go to one slash emerge. If you sign up for that, find my name on the, on the captain's list. You'll be on my team. I want you there because mm-hmm. it is a, it's an amazing weekend to just get away. And it's here in San Diego. So again, you can go to one slash emerge. And, and can I just say, this is not your sit in a hotel. No, men's conference. No, 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 no. These we're, guys, we're seriously, like you'll see the video. You'll see the, the video. video. Yeah. Tony will link to it. And, yeah. and wives, if your husbands want to go, it may be the best thing that you do for your marriage to let him go, to empower him to say, babe, go for it. But you know, having that faith community, that's one of those things that you need to consider. What does that look like? Right. Because, you know, I've said it on previous shows. I've said it on webinars and and all this kind of stuff. You were not designed to do life alone. You were designed to be part of a community. And and in that, it changes the intimacy that the two of you have. Right. As a couple. Right. Because, well, Tony was talking about the fact that he and I may not pray together. We are constantly praying for each other right? For our marriage, for our kids, for all of you, right? Mm-hmm. Some of you have been on the receiving end of those prayers via email and things like that. You know, my coaching clients know that they, they get that. And you know, it's that saying, you know, how are we going to pray? Some of you, some of you are like, you know what, maybe what we need to do is we need to start doing a devotional. We did that. We did that. One of my We've coaching clients yeah. actually just reminded me because I had suggested one for them. We started with nightlight by James Dobson. We'll put a link to it in the show notes. That was the first one we did. We started that 14 years ago when we were pregnant. Well, it's probably 15 years ago now because it's going to be 15 this year when we were pregnant with our son, Alex. Right. Right. And we would just do one a night and it was short and we would have conversation around it and we'd, we could have success at that. And then, you know, a few years later, we did Jesus Calling by uh, Sarah Young. Right. And so we've done these different devotionals and those have been for a season. Right now, you know, it's it's interesting because now Tony and I both have our Bibles and they sit somewhere in the vicinity of the kitchen counter, either on the table or the kitchen counter. And at any point in time, one of them will be open to whatever we're, we're reading. And I have found for myself in this area, the Bible app, I love it. There are tons of different plans by amazing folks around the world. I mean, it, it's just, they're great. And you can get into anything. I mean, I found different ones just for marriage. I found different ones for leadership. I found different ones for for prayer. There are just so many different uh, plans in there that allow you guys to individually attack an area or together. And one of the ways that prayer really deepens spiritual intimacy is that you don't necessarily have to be like, sitting across a table and saying, okay, I'm going to pray for you. You're going to pray for me. That's definitely one way to do it. But one of the things I found has happened with Tony and I, as we have made spiritual intimacy a priority is that we start sharing what we've been praying for or Mm -hmm. how we've been praying for each other just in conversation or how we're being moved or answers to prayers, Mm -hmm. right? You know, certain things will come up and I'll be like, Oh, 
you know, it's interesting because I'd been praying for that. And then here's how God answered those prayers. Right. And, or, I've, you know, I prayed for that like two years ago. It's kind of funny how this is coming to fruition right now, yeah. that type of thing. And so it allows us to have, you know, to talk more, you know, when we talk about the emotional intimacy and we're talking about going deeper, when you start talking about what you're praying for and where you're expecting God to show up, it's one of those things where, you know, it changes your conversation. You're not just, you know, you're, it's not just like, God, bring home the milk tonight. Right. It's, God, where's the provision? Where's, where's this move going to happen in our marriage? That type of thing. And, you know, having a devotional and Tony's actually, oh, you opened the connect book. Yeah. Because as Elisa was talking and it, and it just, it, it hit me a lot of times we don't even know the questions to be asking each mm-hmm. other. Great. Right. And so within, within uh, connect, like you did when you first met, we have a section called spiritual matters, right? And there are questions right there. You know, one of the questions is, how do we put God at the center of our relationship? And so that's a way to even start diving into this area of your marriage where maybe on that on that intimacy wheel, it's a little below all the other ones, you know, or it might be it might be high for you and low for your spouse. Mm-hmm. And, and that happens, too. Right there, there are times when you know you, you're like boom, boom, boom. You're you're kicking it, and you're you're looking over your spouse, and you're like, "What the heck's wrong with you?" You know, and and they're going through that season, and so this might be a way for you guys to at least ask those questions and answer them together, mm-hmm. so you can open up that that doorway. As you know, we're giving connect like you did when you first met away for free plus shipping. So you can go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com/slash/free-connect, pick it up. Spiritual matters is just one section of all 101 questions. So again, oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash free connect. Couple other ways that you guys can deepen your spiritual intimacy, and it's going to church together, right? It's it's very easy and we see it a lot where one spouse or the other will be going to church, but the other one's not. For whatever reason. One's plugged in, one's not. So go together. Right, make make a choice that this is gonna how you're gonna spend time together. And here's another thing too: we live in the digital age. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, I would suggest you you're in there, right? You're in service. You're in there because there's something that happens. There's a movement that that happens when when you're among you know a hundred, two hundred, eight hundred people in worship together, and then and then you're hearing from those on the stage and sharing the word, there's something that happens. And yet, maybe you can't make it all the time. Maybe your schedule doesn't allow you to be there. Go online. Heck, our church, C3 San Diego, here in San Diego, we have an online campus. Go get it. it, it it's on 10 a.m. and 5 p.m. every Sunday. Maybe your work schedule doesn't allow you to make it to a service during the morning. By all means, jump on that online at 5 p.m. We'd love to have you guys there because I believe that there is still an anointing and a touch that happens if you're willing to get in there and watch and listen. Absolutely. And, you know, part of that, whether it's at your home or, you know, you're together in church is find opportunities to worship together. Mm-hmm. Whether it's you've got worship music playing in the radio and the car and the house, you're just, you know, celebrating your wins. Celebrating your wins is a form of worship. I'll tell you, we work out of the house and we have Alexa. So the Amazon, the Amazon echo. Mm -hmm. So we have Alexa, we have Pandora and we have a Hillsong United station. And I will tell you most times that's what's playing while we're here in the office and we're just working. 
you know, Alexa's playing or what we hear the music, it's flooding us. It's flooding our area. It allows us to think clearly, allows us to, to be able to pray over you guys when you, when emails come in to, to really be able to share what's in our heart. But sometimes it isn't just our strength because we are human. We are finite mm-hmm. and we need our God to lift us up. Absolutely. And ultimately, at the end of the day, that's where spiritual intimacy comes, right? It's that understanding that, you know, trying to do things in our own strength most often wears us out and has us banging our head against a wall. Mm -hmm. And yet when we turn to God, when we say, you know what, not in my strength, but in yours, not my will, but yours. I mean, this is, this is where, you know, so many things that we're creating this year for, for one extraordinary marriage is coming from. It's just this understanding of, you know what, how do we... How do we equip each one of you to have that spiritual intimacy on a whole nother level, right? Hashtag next level, one family. I mean, that's what we are doing this year. And we want to see, we don't want to see there be a flat spot in your intimacy wheel, Mm-mm. right? So we're not going to shy away from talking about all five of the intimacies this year. We're going to be talking about them in depth. We're going to be growing you and stretching you and providing you with opportunities to go deeper in physical, emotional, recreational, financial, and spiritual. Because when all five of the intimacies are flowing in your marriage, when they are strong, think of a fully inflated tire. How smooth is that ride? How much farther can you go when all of the, when your wheel is full, right? That's what we want for you. That is, that is next level marriage. That's how you create an extraordinary marriage. Yeah. All right. So this week, go out there, pick one. What, what, which one do you need to do this week when it comes to your spiritual intimacy? Where, where are you at? I mean, what does it look like for you? What does it look like for your marriage? Are you going to start praying together? Are you going to pray for your spouse? Are you going to be praying for your marriage? Are you going to pick up a devotional? Maybe go do that. You know, We'll have links here in the show notes for the ones we talked about. Are you going to attend a, a church service here in the next week? What are you going to do in your marriage this week that will take your spiritual intimacy to the next level. Mm -hmm. We love you guys. Have yourself a fantastic week. We hope that it is a blessed one. And for all you men out there, I'm going to put it out there. OneExtraordinaryMarriage.com slash emerge. I want you on my team because I want to light a fire in you that when you go back home, your spouse is going to be going, oh my gosh, I love this man. So we love you guys. Have a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week.